you're looking at quite possibly the best running back in the 2024 NFL draft class. You're talking about a draft class that is quite thin at the running back position, to be frank. And there is no Brees Hall. There is no Bijan Robinson in this draft class. But what we do have are a few running backs that have the ability, if given the right elite situation, could be a top 5-10 to 10 running back. You see, Arian Foster wasn't the best running back in the National Football League. Priest Holmes was not the best running back in the National Football League. They were very good running backs. Very good. They were not LaDainian Tomlinson good. They were not Adrian Peterson good. But fantasy-wise, they were as good as those guys. Arian Foster was the number one running back in fantasy football for a handful of years. Priest Holmes was maybe one of the best running backs in fantasy football, period, ever let alone the number one running back in fantasy football. Yet he wasn't, these guys weren't Bijan Robinson. They weren't Christian McCaffrey. This man right here, if in an elite situation, has the best chance in my estimation of being the number one rookie running back in this 2024 NFL draft class and a top five to 10 running back. If in Dallas, let's say, the fantasy football show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. We have some breaking news to break very quickly. We'll just say that, uh, and I can, if I can drag this on screen, Jim, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is back in the news, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not good, that's for sure. Jimmy Garoppolo is suspended for two games for uh, PEDs. And let me put this up on screen for you so you can all see what I'm talking about. Um, he is expected to be released by... The Las Vegas Raiders. Now, let me tell you why this is a, this is good for a couple a couple reasons. Not that Jimmy Garoppolo should be on anybody's radar in the National Football League, like the the Falcons, for example. But it there is a slight fear of of mine that Jimmy would be perceived as a good stop gap uh, stop gap measure for a team like the Falcons. And thank God this is now in play. Jimmy Garoppolo being suspended. For two games and being released because of it, expected to be released because of it, PED uh, uh, violation, this puts him very far off the, the map and radar for any team that's going to be scrounging for a quarterback. Let's say the Falcons botch what they're doing. Now they're not going to even consider this. So this is fantastic news. Absolutely fantastic news. Imagine, imagine juicing as, 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 as uh, Warren or whatever your name is is saying in the chat, imagine juicing to ride the bench. Imagine being behind O'Connell and saying, I better juice up on the bench so I can go get O'Connell a coffee. Imagine juicing up. Jimmy Garoppolo, I've said it for years, is not even a top 32 NFL quarterback. You guys remember about a year ago how many people would come into this live stream 
and tell me I'm crazy when I would say Jimmy Garoppolo is not even a starter in the NFL. And they're like, come on, Smitty. You know how many times I had to argue that with people? This guy is a waste, a, gar a garbage can. And and he, he robs every team he goes to. Everybody says, oh, Smitty, he's a great guy, a great locker room guy. Everybody loves him. He robs every team he goes to. Absolutely robs him. He robbed the Niners of several years. That's on, on Kyle Shanahan. But this man didn't tell Kyle and and, uh, and John and Jed York that he was injured. Shows up at the Combine oh, well over a year ago and, and shows up injured. And they're like, holy crap, you're injured? What are you doing? Robs everybody of the money. Shows up in Vegas injured. Doesn't tell anybody. Again, in Vegas when they first... Decided to bring Jimmy Garoppolo in. He showed up to his own press conference injured. And they're like, we got to call this thing off. He didn't even make his own press conference to announce his arrival. Because they had to cancel it. Rework his contract. And in the contract said, if you don't pass your physical, all your guaranteed money, the contract, it's all voided. Because you lied to us. This guy's been robbing everybody for years. And, you know, he's finally, finally not going to be somebody that uh, you're going to have to worry about anymore. Um, now, is this guy O'Connell going to be the potential starter? We're getting into Braylon Allen in a second. Um, it looks like, like I said last night, the day before, the day before that, the day before that, everybody's saying, oh, O'Connell's the guy. They've already said, smoke season. It's smoke season, I might add. Smoke season. NFL Network, Ian Rappaport reports, the Raiders have been in the market for a QB for 2024 and could make a potential move up in the draft to acquire one. This is what you should get excited about this because it's not like I haven't liked O'Connell in the past, but I want somebody that's going to throw the ball. I want somebody that, that's going to be like Penix Jr. or Bo Nix potentially, or maybe they bring in Russell Wilson. Who the hell knows? But you want Adams to have somebody a little bit better than what we've seen out of O'Connell. O'Connell's pretty decent managing a game, maybe, but I think that's what he is at this point. Um, so that's kind of my, my thought process there. Smoke season. Smoke season. Chris Jones, uh, they picked up the option in KC on this guy, and for good reason. This guy's potentially the reason that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Because if you remember back to a certain play where Chris Jones was almost untouched on a third down and goal to try and put the Niners up in, in that overtime game, Chris Jones literally rushes in almost untouched. Party throws the ball up. Ayuk's wide open. Sneed falls down. Ayuk's wide open in the end zone. Jennings is wide open in the end zone. And Party couldn't even get it to either one of them because this man was right there, sitting there in his face, in his grill. And they're 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 picking up his uh, option and retaining the right to franchise tag him. Sometimes that's done just to hold a player in place so they can work out a long-term deal, get all the numbers right. So probably most definitely working out a long-term deal versus playing on a tag or anything. So get ready for Chris Jones to have some big lucrative contract by mid-offseason. By mid-offseason. Here's another piece of news. Bengals expected to target Georgia tight end Brock Bowers. Let's freaking go, Saturn man. No, no, he's Mars man. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. No, he's not. The Saturn man. Mary's nice he's a moon man. man. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing track. There's, ba there's Braylon Allen. Bowers is a moon man. 
extraordinary. I've got three galaxies, uh, three planets going on in this solar system alone, and I've got three other galaxies I'm working on. So bear with me. It, wh- real quickly, let's put Braylon Allen on the Moon Man list just so I can get back to this news. I feel like a little weird, like the elephant in the room right here. We're not discussing this six foot two, two hundred forty pound running back monster, Braylon Allen. Congratulations, Braylon! You are a mother freaking Moon Man. Let's go. The Moon Man dropping loads. And Braylon Allen, space. Moon Man, Moon Man, Moon Man, Moon Man, Moon Man, Moon Man. Moon Man Extraordinaire! <sighs> and and we, got a, we got a $20 hauler that needs immediate attention. Immediate attention. Perp says, actually, let's let the computer, while, while Smitty wets his beak here, takes a little sip of his drink, let's let the computer take over this question right here and, and handle this one. Uh, here we go. Let's Let's go. Perps 14 Superch of $19.99 from Perps 14. Stop and go wipe your feet at the door. Didn't your mom raise you right? Always wipe your feet first before you enter the best fantasy football show in America. Show Smitty the love and respect he deserves. Do it live thumbs up. Do it live thumbs up. Uh, Perps to the moon. Perps to the moon. Alert. Perps, appreciate the $20 hauler, you monster. You $20 hauler monster, you. Look at his avatar. He's a monster. We're putting our faith in Perps to guide us. Um, This this guy right here is a moon man for a reason. A moon man man extraordinaire. We'll get to Braylon Allen in a second. And and because uh, we're a news show here at 8 p.m., so we have to cover the news. Um, this is going to be fantastic. We've talked about this several times. We've talked about how the Bengals will probably have to move up, though. They're targeting him here. He could fall, but probably won't. Bowers could go tops five, top six, top seven. Chargers would be another great location. Bengals would be probably, I don't know, my second favorite, maybe second or third favorite. And, and Indy would also be up there. If I had to locate and, and, and say, give me the best options. Honestly, the Chargers are good. I don't know if they're number one, though. I don't know about Harbaugh's offense. Everybody keeps acting like Harbaugh's going to fire off and have this great. They're going to be winners, probably. They're going to be a, a balanced team. Hard nose, Michigan, football, low scoring, ball control. You know, like, and Bowers might do well in that, but can he do amazing in that? I'm going to say it's not, it's third or fourth on my list. I'm going to say Indy catching footballs from AR mother freaking five. Can you get, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine Brock Bowers catching footballs? Just, just pulling them in. Like an absolute monster. Can you imagine Joseph Cigar smoking Burrow? Catching or throwing pigskins to Brock Bowers. Arguably the next Rob Gronkowski. The next Sam Laporta. Brock Bowers is potentially going to be as high ranked as McBride. Who's our tight end number two. And Moon Man? The Moon Man. No. Mars Man? (laughs) I can't. There he is. Mars Man? I'm, I'm losing track. McBride is a load-dropping load Mars man. McBride's a load-dropping Mars man. And Bowers is going to be right there with him. One calendar year from today, we're talking about Bowers, McBride, 
and Laporta as the top three. And Kincaid as the top four. Laporta, Kincaid, Bowers, and uh, McBride. Top four tight ends. Tear break. Tear break, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully the Bengals do make that happen. That would be glory. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, props to the... Look, Mahomes is... As much as we're tired of hearing about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes' brother, and some people would say miss Mahomes sometimes in the news, this is a good family. You know, like, like let's, let's be real. Patrick Mahomes is a good dude. This is one of the better character guys, I would say, in the National Football League. I, I truly believe that about Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he's surrounded by a lot of chaos. Whatever. Let's not judge the man for it. Uh, below is a photo of Patrick and Brittany Mahomes after visiting the two uh, two of the uh, shooting victims at a hospital. And and look, Taylor Swift donated, I think it was uh, was a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars to the victims. Uh, let me see if I can find that right here. I think it's right here. Mahomes and Brittany visiting. I'm sure they donated too. I don't know. Uh, but but the goal was $75,000 on a GoFundMe for the, the victim that passed away. And Taylor Swift donated two $50,000 donations back-to-back. You can see those right here. And so, like, as much as we want to hate on whatever we want to hate on, let's let's pull that back for a second, okay, for the day. No, no, no Swift c- conversation. No Travis Kelly. Let's pull it back for a day in respect to what all these people are doing right now because honestly i think that deserves a standing ovation so standing standing oh where's my standing oh button mashed potatoes hundred thousand dollars now i know that's chump change to taylor swift people are going to complain about that get out of here that's amazing they had a seventy-five thousand dollar goal and taylor swift came in in one swoop and got other people to donate uh i want to say uh god there's so many others that donated but fantastic news there. Uh, what else we got? Jimmy Garoppolo, like I said, suspended. He's probably going to be released, if not released already. And that's the news, ladies and gentlemen. On to Brock Mother Freaking. No, not Bowers. On to Braylon Mother Freaking Allen, Moon Man Extraordinaire. Let's go, Braylon. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Braylon Allen, you absolute monster, you. Before people get confused, me, it was just yesterday and the day before. I, I was told that this is too loud for people. Someone said, Smitty, it's very unpleasant to watch your show when you use the megaphone, and I have to. I have to go into the other the pantry and sit on a case of top ramen, top ramen case, and my wife screams at, screams at me because you're too loud and you're unpleasant with your megaphone. So I'm gonna try and watch my levels. I'm in the yellow. I'm not in the red. I'm backing up. Smitty, just the other day you said there are no elite running backs in this draft class, Smitty. As I said in the open, before the intro, this is, we got a visitor. We got a visitor. I'm sorry, but if you're coming in, you got to put the helmet on. 
put the helmet on. All right, now come over. Come over. Come over. Okay. All right. Can you tell everybody a little bit something about Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> hey, is Braylon Allen? Put a thumbs up if Braylon Allen's good. He's good. Sweet. All right. Appreciate you. Go get him. Nice dress. All right, close that. Oh, close that door on your way out. Hi, Molly. You're Molly, yes. All right, high five. High five. Okay, I got. I got to work. Close that door. Okay, see you later. Here, here, I'll walk you out. I'll walk. I'll walk you out. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. If we could turn back time. Schmidt. Schmitty, it's really unpleasant when you use the megaphone. By the way, Braylon Allen, you said, Smitty, you said there's no running back in this draft class that's elite, Smitty. I'm a little confused why you just said Braylon Allen to the moon, Smitty. As I said before the intro, situation is king. We will dial back our Braylon Allen expectations if, let's say, Trey Benson goes to Dallas. Okay? If Trey Benson gets drafted to Dallas, if Blake Corum gets drafted to Dallas, uh, Jonathan Brooks coming back from injury, uh, even if he went to Dallas, it's like how how much could he be used? But but Braylon Allen, whoever goes to Dallas, if they draft a running back, and they could because think about it, everybody's just like they're going to take Henry, and I, I do think Henry's the most likely landing spot, Henry, for the Dallas Cowboys if they are to pull one from this pool because the window's closing. McCarthy's worried about his job, not worried about longevity with Barkley paying big money. Or, you know, maybe Eckler fails and he's kind of a Pollard-type running back. Jacobs didn't do it last year. Is he still good? We don't know. Henry, ground and pound. They've, they want to run the damn ball, says McCarthy last year. Probably still wants to to some degree. Henry's probably the most likely veteran to land in a Dallas Cowboy uniform. But keep in mind, they've got a lot of other things they want to accomplish. And a running back is cheap. And a running back probably falls to round two, like Braylon Allen. And Braylon Allen, if he goes to Dallas, is an absolute smash. Like, good to great running back. Not not Mar uh, CMC, not Marshall Falk, not Derrick Henry talent. But this is Arian Foster talent. Arian Foster would not have been a top five running back if he wasn't in a great situation. It's just the way it is. But it doesn't matter because you can't separate situation from player. So caveat, we take Braylon Allen out of this spot and plug Trey Benson in if Benson goes to Dallas, let's say. If he goes to the best spot, Trey Benson's probably going to be the best top prospect. But I think teams know what time it is with this 6'2", 245-pound monster gives you Derrick Henry vibes. He's a big boy. This is a linebacker. As I saw in the chat, a couple of you even said, Young said, 6'2", 245, sheesh. This guy is a linebacker. This guy's a monster. And, and he, he, he he's pretty quick, too, for his size. 
He also, this stat line doesn't do it justice. You might say, oh, this is a 900-yard rusher, Smitty. He's not. This was 2023. Um, here's his career stat line, which is pretty impressive when you look at it. Double-digit touchdowns every single season. Freshman year at the age of, I believe it was 9... Uh, yeah, I think it was... Uh, let me see here. Hold on. Let me pull it up here. It was... Uh, Ziggy, how old is Braylon Allen? From TMZ.com. 33-year-old Braylon has... 33 years old! He was huge football star for <laughs> what, what, what are we... What are we... <laughs> telling TMZ Sports he needs their degree to crush it what, in the next phase of his what, life. What are, we, what are we doing there? This is the wrong Braylon Allen. You're making me look bad, Ziggy. 33 years old. This is not good, Ziggy. This is not good at all. Uh, ignore him. Ignore him. Ziggy, off. This man's not 33 years old. Uh, Braylon... Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Uh, 20 years old. He's 20 years old. So, so 90, he's a young guy for playing three years. He's 20 years old. That's fantastic. 20 years old, 1268, 1242, and 984. His last season was 984 yards, but two 1,200-yard seasons prior to 2023. 5.4 yards per carry. So if you're going to say, Smitty, uh, why'd he drop off? Well, you're talking about 181 carries. He missed, I, I believe, three games out of 38 games. He played 35 out of 38 games. He was banged up a little bit throughout the entirety of his career, but he played. He played. He's tough. He's got tenacity. He's got grit. 35 out of 38 games played. Only 181 carries in 2023, which explains why he's at 984, but he's 5.4 yards per carry. 5.4, 5.4, 6.8. 12 touchdowns, 11 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns. And, and if you look at his uh, receiving yards, 131, 104, 39. 28 receptions for 31. Very highly uh, touted as a receiving back in the National Football League. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, can, can, can rarely count on Gizmo Ziggy. He does have common L's. That's okay. We still love him. But Zigmeister is constantly dropping an L in the chat. But that's okay. This is family. We don't give up on family. He's family. Ziggy to the moon. Ziggy to the moon. Go to the moon, Zig. Here you go. Ziggy off. <laughs> um, so, let me ask you a question. Hey, Smitty. So, should we be... So, today's summer... Please summarize for me, Smitty, if he's not quite CMC or Derrick Henry or Marshall Falk or Brees Hall or B. John Robinson, do you have any confidence at all that this Wisconsin Badger running back who played three years and foregoed his senior season to enter the NFL draft and become quite possibly by scouts with the Combine's help in pro days, do you believe he could become an elite running back? The answer is yes. This is what I talked about last night. I know it's confusing to some people. He's not an elite talent. He's a good to great talent. In an elite situation, it could escalate him into an elite player. Um, I think the one thing you got to look at when you look at a weaker running back class is which running back can definitely pick up pass protection, pull in receptions, and not be a hindrance to his offense. If you're already potentially behind the eight ball, in terms of maybe some skill, but you go to an elite situation and you can pick up pass blocking, you can be a three down back right away. Guess what? You can overcome it all. 
So if you're going to identify a running back in this draft class, make sure you feel comfortable with their ability to pick up the passing game duties and pass blocking and all of that before you start saying, okay, I'm going to bank on a maybe lesser talent in an elite situation to turn into an elite player. Braylon Allen is an absolute monster in the making uh, if he's in the right spot. Just plain and simple. Um, this was the, the news when Braylon Allen declared for the 2024 NFL Draft. He says, thank you, God. Very humble guy. Thank you, Badger Nation. Very, very, very humble guy. Very, I think, good head on his shoulders kind of guy. And a very hard worker. A guy eager to learn. And a guy that's going to ultimately impress everyone every step of the way. Walking into the combine and NFL rookie scouting uh, pro day process. I think this guy goes to the moon. I'm excited to announce him as the number one rookie running back. I feel like we're ahead of the game on this one. I don't think you're going to see this as a consensus. A lot of people are going to say Jonathan Brooks, even with the injury. A lot of people are going to come out and say Blake Corum. I feel like we're way ahead on this one. I feel like when you draft on Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY, you're seeing him go after Zamir White. You're seeing him go as your running back 4-5. The, the crazy part about this very weak running back class is that you don't have to pay top dollar for any of them. So if Braylon Allen costs you a running back 4 or 5, if you're drafting him in the 9th or 10th or 11th round, then we don't care that he doesn't have potentially the guarantee that a Brees Hall has or a Bijan. You're hoping for that big swing. Go hero running back in 2024. Like here, like this. You go hero running back in 2024. You've got here in round one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven, eight, right? You go RB right here. You ignore RB here, you ignore RB here, you ignore RB here, you ignore RB here, ignore, and then maybe even there. Then you start picking up all the rookies. Rookie. Rookie. I'm just going to write them all in this round. Rookie. You pick up Corum, Braylon Allen, Jonathan Brooks, Corum, Braylon Allen, Benson. You rotate those very cheap rookie running backs as your platoon running back number two. You could get all three of the top Rookie running backs, round 7, 8, 9, or 8, 9, 10. Why not draft a Brees Hall, a Bijan, a Gibbs? Walk into a, a hero running back strategy where you ignore running back two almost the entire early round territory and grab all three of the rookie running backs. Grab Zamir White, Blake Corum, Braylon Allen, and Trey Benson. Who doesn't? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you don't like Having your running back two consist of Braylon Allen, Blake Corum, Trey Benson, and Zamir White. Raise your hand if you don't like that as your running back two. I dare you, because it's Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. I give you Moon Man Extraordinaire, Braylon Mother Freaking Allen. Do it live. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. I feel really good about this one, guys. I feel really, really good about this. And I've been waiting on my rookie rankings. You guys have seen me be pretty coy about them because I didn't want to tip my hand. 
Um, but I, I think you, some of you astute people that know me really well kind of knew I was going this direction by the way I talked about it. Perps dropping a $9.99 hauler and a $20 hauler back-to-back. Uh, -back. Uh, $9.99 hauler looking for Frankie Fusco, a.k.a. Frankie Tough Knuckles. Over under, he shows up on tonight. We'll even watch from the beginning of the show. Frankie is right here with a super chat to answer Perps's $9 hauler, $9 haulers and above, $9.99 haulers and, ab moon. and above get moonshot. So Perps, appreciate you. Frankie responds, Smitty, is Fields a bust in 2024 or not? Hey, Frank, why don't you go watch yesterday's show where I did a, an hour and a half show on the topic, Frank? I don't create this content for nothing or for fun. Frank, you can call in if you want in a little bit and we can discuss it again, Frank. I'll answer the question. Any question you have about Fields, I'll answer it, Frank. I appreciate your $2 hauler, but I literally did an hour and a half episode yesterday to answer this question, Frank. And you come in and you waste my time when I have the answer on an hour and a half video, two videos before. Not only the video before, but the, the cropped up, cut up video of you screaming and yelling at me, Frank. Appreciate your $2 hauler, my, my broski. And the phone lines will be open for you, Frank. I'll be looking forward to it. Perps, thank you for dropping the $10 hauler. Perps to the freaking moon. Uh, fr Frank to... To the space station. Uh, uh, Blair with a, a $5 hauler. Any takes on Trey Benson? I got running back one for this draft class and Allen two. I like him a lot. I think situation would certainly vault him, like I said earlier in my Cowboys example. Whoever goes to the Cowboys and let's say Braylon Allen goes to a crowded situation that's not even a good team, then we have to adjust and adapt because, like I said, the talent level of these guys is a little bit lesser. Not a ton. They're still very great players. Good. Braylon Allen's a great player. And, and let me preface this. You can cut this up later because I'm going to put it on record. So fairly, you can fairly use it. Braylon Allen could become elite talent-wise. As a prospect, he's not elite. He's great. Uh, Brees Hall was elite. Brees Hall was an elite prospect. Uh, Bijan was an elite prospect. A-Chan wasn't an elite prospect. A-Chan was a great prospect. Guess what A-Chan is now? Elite. So make sure you understand what I'm saying. Braylon Allen could become an elite talent in an elite situation, but as a prospect, he is a great player that needs an elite situation that will turn him into an elite talent. Even if you rip away the elite situation two years into his career, he might remain elite because he got turned into elite. It's the same thing that I like to liken to, to, to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams was a great prospect. Not an elite player, a great player. And, and and Aaron Rodgers turned him into an elite player. Once he left, he went to the Raiders, even though the Raiders ended up being bad for him at the end of the day. His first year with Derek Carr, he was still elite. You can't take the elite out of the player once they become elite skill set wise. Braylon Allen can become that. But as I said, Blair, if Braylon Allen goes to a horrible situation and, and Benson goes to Dallas to be the starter, then Benson's going to skyrocket up. But I almost guarantee you that the, the prototypical running back, the Derrick Henry build, will be Braylon Allen for teams that want that. Uh, adorable, you confirmed you're human, contrary to belief. By the way, Smitty, I love the megaphone. I'm sorry, but if it's too loud, then they need to. They, it needs a warning because I hate... Uh, I hate to hurt their ears with the boss horn. Yeah, that's true. If your ears are sensitive, if you're a sensitive Stevie, 
then you might want to back up from the from the speakers for a second because this is a twenty dollar hauler and that is a boss horn call alert super chat alert all right guys real quickly i gotta go down to this to the to the basement <laughs> Appreciate the $20 hauler, my boy, Perps in the building, and the final super chat of the moment, at least. Smitty, how do you feel about, uh, yeah, look, Audric is a good running back uh, situation. My running back video is coming out, so I don't want to spill the beans too much on the rest of it, but I'll say the situation matters for for Brooks, for 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 Audric, for for a bunch of these guys. You have to be very, very careful not to overinvest in these names before the names become actual players if you know what i mean right now it's draft picks i always say people value draft picks so much more once the 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 landing spots are divvied out because then the the draft pick becomes a player the 1.1 is cheaper today maybe not a ton but cheaper today than it will be tomorrow or well than it will be tomorrow but it also is cheaper tomorrow than it will be after the draft every day you inch toward the draft it gets more expensive but the moment marvin harrison jr is a cardinal or a washington commander and fields is traded to the commanders or whatever the case may be now he becomes a name now he becomes an actual player an asset where you know where his landing spot is and now you're not just trading the 1.1 of someone you're trading marvin harrison jr to somebody so be careful not to make these players audric or jonathan brooks or even braylon allen to a degree don't make them a player yet you're 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 trading for picks they, they don't have the value yet because the landing spot is key to a guy like trey benson or even braylon allen but i think braylon allen like if i'm a if i'm a gambling man and i am i'm gonna bet on a team seeing monster written all over this guy just written all over him. Braylon Allen to the mother freaking moon. Dial in, dial in, dial in. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Highest super chat of the year by Parps299, although he's given gifted memberships that have well exceeded the 299 mark, but this is four super chats. Um, we may eventually be giving the spot to a sponsor. Uh, I think maybe Grindhouse is going to go here. The phone lines, call into the Grindhouse phone lines. Um, but we're going to always have this unicorn board and the thank you board, which we'll always reference whenever we need to, uh, to give a little love to the, to the people that donate. So, you know, so amazingly and generously to this channel, uh, unicorn board. He is a unicorn. Look at it. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Ron Navy, Kyle Howard, Perps. Then we got the thank you board. Thank you board is, is, it needs to be updated a little bit, but you got Ron Navy with the highest super chat ever in the history of the channel with a 765. Perps dropped. He's the current yearly leader on the right side of the board with a 299. Uh, Garrett was the, the second highest super chatter in a single live stream. Still is with 600. He's right below Ron's name. Lifetime gifted membership leaders, perps with 375. I don't know if that'll ever be beat. Chris Smith was really close. DW was close. Who was the other guy with Chris Smith? Who was the guy below Chris? Uh, oh, oh, um, where's, uh, I don't have, uh, what's his name on here? Uh, Wheel Snipe Selly. Good God. 
I got to put Will Snipe Silly. He was he was in the two fifties as well. I think these were all kind of a tie. So let me let me let me put Will Snipe Silly on here because he good God if he saw me right now not putting him up here. Will Snipe, are you out there? Will Snipe Silly with at least a two fifty. I don't know the exact number, but uh, Will Snipe Silly. We'll put him on here too. Will Snipe, appreciate you, my guy. I'm sorry I I didn't have you on here. Uh, Perps, you're live. What's up? Speaking of the devil, what's up, Perps? What up? What do you think about Braylon Allen? Two two forty five monster. Well, I think he's gonna be just as good as uh, Bijan someday, but yeah, put the work in first. Yeah, he could be. I mean, in the right spot. And again, I want everybody to understand that the sky's the limit for him in an elite place. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. I, and if he goes to an elite place, he could become an elite talent. I just want to make sure everybody understands when I say, sure. when I say he's not coming out of the dra- uh, coming into the draft, Brees Hall. He's not coming into the draft, Bijan Robinson. Those guys were ten out of ten prospects. And and B- uh, Brees Hall had one of the best combines in the history of the combine. So if Braylon Allen comes in and does that, it's going to change a lot. It's going to change a lot. But, but you know, who knows? No, I'm, ex- I'm excited. 245. This is a Derrick Henry right here. 6'2", 245. He's a big boy. If, if you don't think that uh, Dallas Cowboys are licking their chops about this kid uh, and thinking only Henry, they're, they're going to be thinking about how can we cheaply fill this position. And Braylon Allen, I'll tell you, perps, there are some people that are they call themselves professionals in this industry that have him as like running back seven running back five running back six right so i i know we're gonna all enter this first round going well maybe dallas should pounce on him at 24 we might be very shocked that he falls to the dallas cowboys in the in the in the second round but maybe they trade up in the second round to get him a lot of times teams will trade up to draft a running back in the second round that would be the move to make for the dallas cowboys uh, Ziggy, what second round picks do the Dallas Cowboys have in the NFL draft? Let's see what, if he can answer in this. 2023 NFL 2023, Ziggy! Ziggy off! Good God, man. I think that I think they're going to have to trade up because once the combine comes and he shows what he can do at the combine, a lot of teams are going to be eyeing him up. So I'd say he's going to be one of the top RBs, obviously, in the draft, and they're going to have to come up if they want him. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, second round, let me see. Number 24, a second-round pick, 58, a third-round pick, 87. So 58 and 87. Yeah, you, you can't expect 58 to land Braylon, but it could. Like, it could, but if he has a great combine, if he's what I think he is, everyone's going to come up on him. They're not going to have him at, you know, like I said, people are that call themselves professionals do not have this guy at one or two. It's crazy, man. But if he goes and becomes the, the combine prospect I think he'll be, then he's that's going to change. So I, I think you got to expect to draft him at the top of round two. Javante went right at the top of round two, right where Javante got drafted. Very top of round two, top four or five picks in round two. That's where you have to pounce on Braylon Allen. You can't you can't wait. You know you might as well take him at at two point one to be safe. So if you're Dallas, move your second rounder up, trade on on day two. Grab Braylon Allen and, and and walk him straight to the shuttle and send him right maybe to Mars. Like if, if Braylon Allen goes to Dallas, we're not putting him on the we're not gonna keep him on the moon man list. What do I look like? A moron? You think I'm gonna keep Braylon Allen on the moon man list if he goes to Dallas? He's going straight to we'll make room on Saturn. 
If we gotta create a new pod on the shuttle so that we have nine spaces, we'll do it. You know, what do we look like? A, a, a non-innovative community? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of openings with both those guys going. So, dude, I mean, just tie him to the back. Put, put, a, put a pack on him. Put an oxygen tank and Put him on the back. He didn't have... He's going to Saturn. If he goes to Dallas, he's going to Saturn. Enough said. You know, drag him in a little pod. Just hook a cord up. Drag him like a like a little little you know RV. Um, D Town likes Corum. I it, it, again. If you ask me, I'm a scout. Okay, for a team, and someone comes to me and goes, "Okay, Smitty, you just said Braylon Allen's our, our top running back recruit. Recruit? Are you sure you don't like Corum? What he did in Michigan, the way the way he was used? I would say this. I would go look." In the right spot, Quorum will be good. He'll be good. He's a hard worker, um, good character guy. Will learn. Will give you 120. percent He's like Rudy Rudiger. You know, he'll he'll play better than he actually should be playing. That's how how much heart Blake Quorum has. But I would lean in and go, don't tell anybody, Bob. But he's not the specimen at all that Braylon Allen is. Not even close. It's not even close. Quorum on heart can only go so far he can't be a top five running back braylon allen could turn into a top five running back not saying it's guaranteed but he could turn into the next derrick henry if you cultivate him right and put him in the right spot so if i'm a, I'm a dallas decision maker and you tell me to draft blake Corm, i'm gonna laugh at you it's not that he's not good but it's it's a ridiculous comparison body style and the type of running back you want under center because you just failed with Pollard. We all failed with Pollard. Pollard wasn't what we wanted. We really loved Pollard. The idea of Pollard was fantastic. I don't even know if it would have worked out had he not had the injury the year prior and the weird usage and all that. Who knows? But, I mean, good God, you give Braylon Allen the Dallas Cowboy like setup and you pound the rock with this kid and you give McCarthy what he wants is a, a, a ground and pound game to go with the air attack, balance, Sky's the limit for Braylon Allen. Corm doesn't doesn't come close, in in my opinion. But that doesn't mean that that Corum can't go to the Chargers, and Braylon Allen go to a horrible spot. Benson go to a horrible spot. Listen to what I'm saying, everybody, because this is gonna be important when you come back later and say, "Smitty, he told you Corm was gonna." Corm could be better. Corm could be better. Doesn't mean he'll be elite, but he could be the best running back in this class if Corum goes to freaking. Uh, uh, the Chargers and the rest of them go to a garbage landing spot. Then guess who the number one running back is? Is Corum it, or Trey Benson? If Trey yeah. Benson goes to let's say Trey Benson goes to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, I like I like Zeus there. Let's say Trey Benson goes to. I say Trey Benson goes to Dallas. If they draft Trey Benson to Dallas, he's the clear running back one. That's how simple this is right now. It is that simple. Trey Benson could be cultivated into a, if not an elite player, a near elite player in Dallas. Braylon Allen just has a little bit more ability and size. And I think the 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 prototypical body structure, or it's even, it's Derrick Henry-like. It's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, look, if Corum goes to the Chargers and let's say Braylon Allen goes to the Dallas Cowboys, they are the number one and number two running backs, no doubt about it. Quorum's going to be good, but Braylon Allen's going to be better if he's in Dallas. 
No doubt about it. What do you yeah, think? I per- think it goes without. I, I think it goes without saying. I mean, landing spot is everything. Just yeah. like in the draft. I mean, a guy could go to a team that isn't going to utilize them. They don't have the right O line or the right support players around them to help make them successful. But they're not going to pass on top talent either. Yeah. So, it, landing spot is going to be everything on all these guys. I mean, all these are projections right now. Asher. Just Asher. Like, uh, sorry, sorry Perks, one second. Asher, call in and give me a serenation of of, uh, of Braylon Allen. We need a song right now. Right now, Asher. Call into the phone line right now, and I want you to sing a song about Braylon Allen. Okay? If you need a couple minutes to cook it up, we're counting on you. Don't fail me. Bob from account. Hold on, Perks, I'm sorry. Bob from Accounting just dropped a $200 hauler. Look at per- Look at Perks does. First of all, Bob from Accounting has dropped some big wads in the past. I'm so glad to see him back. Not just because he super chatted, but Bob from Accounting has been gone for a, a little bit. Bob, I've been seeing you dropping a lot of messages lately. Bob from Accounting says, hey, Smitty, been MIA. There you go. Four live shows, but listen, every morning, always informa- uh, informative and entertaining. Even better in the off season. All the best, Smitty. Bob from Accounting with a $20 or uh, 20, uh, $199 hauler. Uh, Perps, what kind of uh, toot should we give him? Because he didn't—he didn't request a, a certain type of toot. I'm gonna well, let I think, him. I think you got to give him around the world. You got to do all of them. Around the world. Holler, all, <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Alert. Say hello to my little horn. <laughs> Bob from accounting dropping a wad on the screen. Just a straight wad. And he goes on the, the unicorn list for that one. Let me find the unicorn button. Then perps, I'm gonna let you continue. I'm sorry. I know you don't mind, but he is a unicorn. What a monster Bob from accounting is. Bob, you're you're a magician. You're 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 just a straight up baller. Uh, here you are. You made the unicorn list, no doubt about it. You should have been on here to begin with. That's on me. Um, let's put you right here. Thank you. Appreciate you, Bob. Uh, go ahead, Perps. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. No, you're good. I mean, on a on a side note, we'll address Bob and accounting. Yeah. You've said it many times. People contribute to the shows in many ways. Bob, yeah, he may not have been here commenting. But he's been listening week in and week out. He's one of those. Show is all about. He's been one of those. One of those real important replay views, which are just as important. Bob, Bob's driving his car, spitting up his coffee as I'm yelling at Frank. Um, So we appreciate that, Bob. (laughs) Bob, don't spill. Maybe, maybe we need to create little bibs. You know, when people drive to work, listening to me screaming and yelling at uh, at Frank, you got to wear a bib. You got to. You can't be spitting up coffee on the way to work. Bob, appreciate you. Okay, perps. Um, how how well, what I was what I was finishing up on is, it is the landing spot's going to be everything. Just like when we were talking about fields last night, it's all projection that could he go here, could he go there. You know, it's already been proven that Chicago hasn't utilized him correctly. If he goes to the right place with the right scheme and the right OC and everything, the sky's the limit for him too. So it's the same with any of these guys. Hey, let's let's play a let's play a name game real quick, perps. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, 
Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to put two players on screen here and I want you to tell me which one, okay? Let, let me see if I so Corum in LAC I'll put that on one side of the screen. Okay, so Corum from LAC uh Blake Corum in LAC with as a charger. And uh let's see here. And then I'll say Zamir White as the standalone. I'm going to give you the, the answer that you probably want to know. Is he the starter? Let's say the coaching staff comes out and says, uh, don't tell me the answer yet. Uh, Zamir in LV as the lone starter. Let's say they even come out and say, this Zamir kid's going to be a monster this year. We're going to give him 200 plus carries. You're going to watch Zamir White come on one of the premier running backs in the National Football League. Which side do you like? Corum and LAC or Zamir White and LV? Go ahead, Perps. Zamir White and uh, Zamir White in Vegas, he says, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what does the chat think? He's already, he's, he's already won the beat in the NFL. He showed what he could do this last year under pressure. He has. Corum. He has what is he's got to he's got to produce under the big light. So right now, Zamir White has the upper hand, but doesn't say Corm can't do well in LA. But that'd be my pick. I think I got the music way too hot. I'm sorry, guys. Let me see if I can lower that. Is that is that music way too hot? I think that might be better. Um, all right, here we go. Let's go with another one. Someone give me a, a question to throw out to everybody. We got Zamir. We got Zeus. We got Zeus. We got Quorum Easy, says James. So everybody's saying Zeus, Zeus, easily Zeus, and then Quorum Easily. So it's kind of torn. Zamir for sure, says Pearson. Kind of interesting. This is a great question. That's why I posed it. Zamir White, another Zamir White vote. Mr. TD says, is it possible for you to stream prospect highlights no i can't do that i don't want to do that I, I i keep everything all buttoned up this is not something what? i yeah youtube doesn't like that and uh I, I don't go near that uh turn the music down a little on you. yeah i did turn it down i don't know why the music was so loud there but i took it off reverse it on me which one do i want yeah, what's your choice zamir that's it. That's under the the uh, instruction that I gave. That you're assuming that he's the starter. They've even like signed off on him. So you know, Cor yeah. Cor my concern with Corum yeah, is that time. my concern with Corum is that he is not even close to the top running back prospect according to the NFL scouts. So that could be good for him. He could slip and then and then Harbaugh can take him in the second or third round. Quorum go, Quorum's got to go out of the most spectacular combine, which he can do. He's still got a chance to do that in order to climb into the top of round two. Uh, let me give you, a, since we're on the Braylon Allen conversation, <laughs> this one's going to be interesting. All right, chat, you need to vote on, vote on this as well. Braylon in Dallas. Woo! Doggy! Or, or... Wow, this one's going to be tough. Herps? Why is my music so loud? 
Okay, I think I, I think I fixed, I fixed it, but hold on, let me. Yeah, here we go. Okay, Braylon Allen in Dallas or Jacobs in Baltimore. Braylon in Dallas. I concur. I concur. I don't think that Jacobs Chat? is going to have the room that he's had um, with Lamar and what they have going on there. He's not going to be the center of attention. Yeah. I, I, I like him in, I like him in Baltimore. It definitely puts him in like late second round minimum value territory, like that dry zone for RB. Certainly, certainly a good place. But th this one's a tough one. This one we got a, a lot of mixed. Uh, actually, looks like we got toss up from James Jacobs from Peanut Butter and Waivers. Uh, Braylon says uh, Pearson. Pearson's on par with what you and I are saying. I think Pearson, you and I would all would all run. You know, we step on each other's feet if we we're dancing together, because Caden's uh, been or uh, Wade has been. Uh, uh, Pearson's been on par with what we're saying here. Pearson, I like the way you dance, pal. I I think um I think for me it comes down to okay so we got H and to the moon that's a fantastic comment that's my favorite comment of the day so far minus the two super chats that perps and and uh and uh Bob from accounting dropped but uh HN lives on Saturn and that's that's my second favorite comment probably I'm drafting Baltimore running I hate drafting Baltimore running backs I think D Town has there's something to what D Town just said right here I think KC becomes a de facto, yeah, it's a great place. Maybe that guy can go to KC. But then I don't know that we really feel, I don't know that we're really going to feel as confident about that. KC's weird. They they spread the ball around. They've won two Super Bowls without Tyreek Hill. They trade Tyreek Hill away. And then all of a sudden they they, they start winning championships. Like they, they spread the ball around. And I think Baltimore feels like, uh, Baltimore feels like the same thing. Like the running back that goes there is going to be fantastic no matter what. But Perps hit it on the head by saying that Lamar is going to vulture. They they do a running back by committee in general there over the years. Now, granted, Todd Munkin's the new coordinator. This is a new season. They just a new offense they just unveiled in 2023. So we can't really say they're a running back by committee guarantee year over year over year going forward because Munkin's new. But it did feel like they rotated. Did they rotate out of need, though? Did they rotate because Gus the Bus couldn't man the the ship? Um, they got Keaton Mitchell. He's coming off an ACL, but maybe he's still there to vulture. He's not a guy that's going to just vanish if he if he does come back healthy. Um, I think Baltimore is not a paper tiger landing spot, but it certainly doesn't, in my opinion, feel as great as I think people are going to think it is. It's still going to be good, but I don't think it's it turns him into a top four like running back. I think Braylon Allen in Dallas could be a top five running back. As a rookie, he could be a top five running back in Dallas. This guy could go from great running back in an elite situation to an elite running back in an elite situation just, just by being in Dallas. Cultivate his skill set. opportunity to be the bell Yeah. Um, and D-Town uh, says, uh, got to go with Allen in Dallas with that offense. I hate drafting Baltimore running backs. That's the truth, though. Like, it seems like a good, like, running back, but it's always a nightmare. It's always a nightmare in Baltimore. It's a good spot, for sure. Like, on paper. And and they need a running back. But Keaton, Keaton Mitchell's still there. Towards ACL, but he's still there. He's still going to command some work when he comes back. Um, phone lines are open if anybody wants to dial in to the show 
We also created something on this show, a magical, actually we did it on the Dynasty channel, a magical analysis of way to analyze things. Purpose, I don't know if you were here for it, were you? I think you were. Maybe you, no, maybe you weren't. The, the T-chart. So I, I created something live on the show on the Dynasty channel. Did, were you there for that or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, you know, we have different names for it. People say, you know, teabag him or T-chart him. <laughs> But basically what we do is we say, what is the player's risk? It's, it's an honest evaluation. You're doing it yourself. Okay, so you take a player and you say, give me a player that has some questionable 2024 concerns, but a lot of upside. Um, it's called T-charting. Uh, give me some with a little bit more question mark. But but still a lot of upside. Still a lot of upside. Don't use Jacobs because uh-huh. we we just uh, let's let, actually let me just do Jacobs real quick. Cousins is a good one to use, but I want to use like a bigger <laughs> name. You you went to the top name and I was fine. looking. So Jacobs, Jacobs has how much? If you had to take a hundred percent and divide it up into two numbers, this being the upside to deliver on his ADP and the downside to disappoint like hardcore disappoint i'm not saying he has to be out for the year or anything but you have to like literally say at the end of the year that pick shiatted the bed you know what i mean like like uh uh you take uh you take watson that that's a total sh- you know crap the bed another player that maybe didn't crap the bed but you drafted really high and he didn't do well uh trying to think of a, a couple names and anyway yeah, well, I mean, he got hurt, but but yeah, that's we, that's part of what you do here, and I'll show you why. So, a number to me for Jacobs would be: you can't give Jacobs a hundred percent upside. You came off a bad year; he's got a lot of work in a very short period of time. You don't know where he's going. Um, can he do it again? Can he recapture what he had? So, Jacobs comes with like some sort of like sixty forty upside versus downside r- risk to me, especially right now, not knowing his landing spot. Let's say he goes to Baltimore. Maybe this turns to like a 70-30. Okay? But this right here is, is, is a self-assessment of the player so that you can actually then value them properly in your own ranking system. So an example of this would be you look at, let's say... Um, How about Pollard? Yeah. So like Pollard, Pollard is, is a horrible prospect walking into next year because his upside probably feels like 30 or 20 versus 70 downside like you know what i mean so like how can you when push comes to shove and you're you have two players side by side why are you going to draft a guy that has an alarm bell going off even when you look at it uh another player that we, we could throw up would be like adams Devonte adams he's older we don't know what his quarterback situation is and we sit there and we look at adams and we say okay he's got maybe 65 percent upside or maybe even 70 or you could say 35 uh 65 35 that feels like adam so you get to a point where you can find another wide receiver that's very close that has 70 30 then you shouldn't be nudging that player over in your rankings it's just it the the, the reason we would do this is you look at something like uh christian watson okay last year what do we do with christian watson in, in our minds, what do we really do? We In our minds, without doing this exercise, we just said 100%. <laughs> Upside's there, baby. 
It's not, there's no downside. It's going to be fine. But had we asked ourselves the question about what's the ups, what's the risk? Is there, we would have at least come to some sort of like, okay, we don't know. He's never done. There's going to be some sort of like 30% downside potential there. This is, this is what I'm, I'm bringing to the table this year and we'll call it T charting. Um, and if anybody ever wants to like in a super chat, like, Hey, T chart, this guy we will throw it up here and I'll tell you my upside downside ranking of the player and then that should help like guide us it, there's no way i think if you use this a lot and you get to know these numbers in your own head there's no way you can overvalue somebody over another player if they feel near dead even and you're and you're breaking this down it's just a, it's like a it's an exercise that i think just makes you admit to yourself the reality of the situation and the risks that might be there like and, and let me give another example patrick mahomes if we're going from a dynasty perspective, if this is a because you gotta you gotta chart this um, dynasty wise or redraft wise. So if we're on the dynasty channel, we're gonna we're gonna chart it differently. From a dynasty perspective, Mahomes is a hundred and zero because if he gets injured one year, that doesn't change anything dynasty wise long term. Sits out a year, finishes half a year injured, or whatever. He's a hundred and zero. He's a hundred and zero. Uh, Josh Allen's probably a hundred and zero or maybe because he runs so much and he's so aggressive with it. Maybe there's a chance that he 99 and one or 97 and three, uh, because he could suffer some sort of, uh, breakdown over time or, or maybe some sort of crazy injury that could hinder him or whatever. But this is such a, a great thing. JJ's a hundred and hundred and zero or 99 and one. You know, and it just, it gives you like a sense of, holy crap, like, why am I even doubting these two players side by side when in my heart, when I'm inward looking and I'm being unbiased and, and objective. Now you could be biased with your answer, but I find myself not, not fudging the numbers. I find like, I find like this is me having an honest conversation with myself. Pittman is a good question. Uh, Thomas wants me to do Pittman. So here's, here's probably where we differ and everybody, I think, maybe just has the the upside look like we have with Watson with Pittman. Pittman, to me, at his second to third round potential value, he's going in late second round, top of round two. I think this is a 30 to 70 balance or maybe 35, 65 balance because, again, it's upside versus 80, 80p. How can Pittman deliver on late second, early third round value? This feels very Devontae or, or Deontay Johnson like. This feels very Jalen Waddle like. Remember how many people were down my neck when I said Jalen Waddle's a waste of a second round pick last year? Everybody's like, he's great. How, what are you talking about? Jalen Waddle's gonna yep. be amazing. Jalen Waddle was not worth the ADP. Pittman's not worth the ADP. He's not. Tank Dell. So here's a perfect example. Nico Collins. At 2.1 is probably a, I don't know, he's not a 100, he's not a 90, he's like lower, he's maybe an 80, I don't know, maybe even a, well, even if we're being generous, at 2.1, 2.3, 2.4, 2.5 value, Nico Collins against his ADP, he can't be 90 or 100, but then you look at Tank Dell, who's like about a fourth rounder, that to me feels like it's like a, a 85 to 90 and 10. Or, or let's just call it 85 and 15. 
Like he's got a better cost versus the risk reward relationship than Collins does. So yeah. I, I I love doing this. It's very simple. I know some people are gonna say, what if you did it this way? But this is this is the way that I've found that I can honestly answer the question. Like if you give me a player that I really, really like, um Let's say, let's oh, yeah, say I mean, you're going to have to compare players that are in the same. Yeah. Let's, of, let's say Jameer know, Gibbs. If you ask me, Jameer Gibbs, I'm saying hundred percent, baby, you know, in the off season, like that's last off season. That's how we talk. We didn't even consider anything else. We just said, ah, I'm going to ignore the risk. But if you say Smitty, give me the risk. There's not, it's not a hundred. It's not a hundred and zero. It's just not, he's a running back. He's still sharing carries. Um, could they misuse him his second year? Could he have a, a slump? There's all kinds of things to consider. I do think at his cost of entry, which seems to be six, seven, eight overall, he feels like an 80 and uh, 20 guy at least. And that's not a knock on him. That's being a running back, being that you're drafting him at freaking... Uh, just trying to get this, this ink to come out. I might need to get a new marker. That's coming out at 6-7 overall. There's a high cost, a high investment, 80-20. Kyron's probably the same thing. Um, CMC, I don't know. I mean, this one's hard because what's the downside? How likely is he to get injured now? You know, so like, it's just a great, we're going to incorporate this a lot. I'm going to create an animation for it. We're going to put it up. If anybody drops a super chat, you got to drop, I think, uh, I'll make it like a $10 super chat or above. I'll T-chart and go on a tangent on whatever you drop, or maybe it'll be a $20 hauler. I'm not sure. We'll wing it and play it by ear. Uh, hang tight real quick, Ethan, the negative and perps. Let me get these super chats um, off screen. I got Frank who dropped yep. two of them. Frank, you still here? I'm sorry, Frank. I see your super chats. Frank says, playoff appearances, Big 12, Kurt Warner, uh, Big Ben 12, Kurt Warner 5. Are we still on this, Frank? Are you, like, Frank, you're making yourself look silly when you're arguing Big Ben over Kurt Warner. Big Ben's a good quarterback. Like, Frank, you're not going to hear me disparage him. You're not going to hear me come out and say Big Ben wasn't one of the coolest, like, unique kind of quarterbacks in the National Football League to ever... Like, he was just unique. He was awesome. Frank, you seem to want me to hate the Steelers, but you're just... You're you're misguided. You have no idea where you are right now. You're in la-la land. You're in la-la land, and you want me so badly to hate the Steelers. I don't. Big Ben was a phenomenal player. He was so different. He was a different type of quarterback. There there probably will be nobody like him for a long, long time, if ever. He was huge. He was, his ability to, he was just a fun, exciting quarterback. And if you were a fan of his team, if you were a a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you were genuinely, like, ingrained into this, this, this culture, and you got to experience Big Ben. That was fun. That was fun. But Kurt Warner was, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Big Ben wasn't one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. If you're talking about like you're trying to corral five to eight guys, ten guys together. He's not in that conversation. Kurt Warner had a shorter time to do it. This guy was uh, the oldest, you know, starting quarterback you know, that started his career, an elite career. He's the oldest quarterback to ever really start his career as late as he did. And he still did it for so many years. Kurt Warner was a magician on the field. Kurt Warner was, this guy went into the game 
Frank, after Trent Green went down, threw an INT immediately on the first play. Then the next drive, everyone's like, good God, we have no Trent Green and Kurt Warner, this guy no one knows, goes out and throws a pick his first play. He never looked back. He went back onto the field and became an MVP of the National Football League. And he continued to play at that level almost his entire career, Frank. And you can start citing this loss here, the, the Cardinals and Steelers, that's why you hate them. I don't hate the Steelers, Frank. I, I literally have Jalen, I talked Jalen Warren up all offseason. I talked George Pickens up all offseason. Now, I didn't like Najee this year because of the injuries and all that. And I totally dialed back on Najee. And Najee did turn it on at the end. But Najee was, was a big question mark walking into the year. There was reasons to be concerned about that. Not to mention they started to say that, that Jalen Warren might get the go. That they changed Canada's out and all that. And it changes the whole atmosphere. And now Najee gets vaulted back in. We were this close to Jalen Warren breaking out. But I, I believe the changes in Pittsburgh held him back. Warren's a better running back than Najee Harris, in my opinion. I like Warren a lot better than Najee Harris. Um, I think that uh, you're, you're off your rocker when you think that I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's weird. It's a weird fixation you have on me hating the Pittsburgh Steelers when it doesn't exist. Um, Ethan the Negative, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it short because I do have to run here. I'll be back tonight. Ethan the Negative, you're live. Uh, hang tight, perps. I'll be right back with you. Uh, that Kurt Warner movie is great, by the way. Yeah, um, it's good. I uh, wanted to bring up uh, Drake London. I mean, I like him, but I don't think he's a Mars man. I think he's like a Michael Collins mothership. And if like Fields goes there, finish him. We're not gonna get. Um, if Call Fields terminated. goes there, the cost of entry is just going to be insane. They're going to be like, oh, this is DJ Moore 2.0. You know what you. I mean? I almost hung up on you. You're telling me <laughs> Drake London gets Justin Fields? When Justin Fields turns DJ Moore into a top five wide receiver, you know, when when they're playing together and in, in tune, in sync, you're telling me Fields doesn't make London an absolute monster? Come on, Ethan. It makes him good. It's just it's going to be so expensive. You know, the, the cost of rent will be too high, you know? It'll be like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But, but hey, Ethan, why don't you be uh, an innovator of of the game? Why not be a I'm here first and start drafting him in best ball underdog fantasy before Fields or any quarterback lands on roster? And that way you don't have to be a – I'm not saying you're a hater of London – but you don't have to be on that negative side. You can be like, hey, guys, you're still scooping them up. That's good. I've got 15 shares of them in best ball. I'm good. I traded for them in a dynasty league. I'm good. London doesn't have a high cost of entry right now. The The cost of rent isn't high right now. So you, we can we can say yeah, sit yeah. here and go all, all day long that London, once he gets a quarterback, is going to be overpriced. Well, then buy him now. And then you don't have to worry about it. You can get all your, you don't want all eggs in one basket anyway. Get your London shares taken care of and buttoned up before any quarterback change happens. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And last, he was actually pretty good for me this last year because he was banged up. You, you shouldn't have played him then. And you shouldn't have played him against uh, the Jets and Sauce Gardner. That was a, a no-brainer. So, I mean, yeah, he had some ups and downs. But, like, for the most part, I was like, he wasn't that bad. You know, so. All right. Well, I I, uh, dis I disagree like with you. Allen. It's okay. It's okay. You're you're a very respectful, disagreeing opponent. 
so I'm not gonna hang up on you. But, but I mean, I think you're a little bit uh, you're a little bit uh, overly worried about Fields not being amazing for London and London not being able to produce on a level that's conducive to a, an ADP hike if Fields ends up in Atlanta. London will go up in price, absolutely. But if he goes at, mm. in the third round, you're not you don't love that with Fields in town. I, I don't know, bro. I love it. And uh, next time, I, I've, I've been researching these uh, rookie QBs because, like I said, I, I, I don't watch college. So I've been researching, and uh, there's a little bit of disagreements, but I, maybe I'll get into that next time. Okay. Know? All right. Appreciate you. Call him yeah. tonight. We'll be live tonight. Thanks a lot. All right, later. Uh, yeah, uh, Perps, any final thoughts? Uh, Kurt, 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 saw your Kurt Warner. Uh, Frank, you can call in real quickly. I don't have time to do a whole long thing with you, but if you'd like to call in and, and, and run your mouth about Big Ben when no one in here agrees with you, you're literally on an island by yourself. Um, this whole talk and notion of Big Ben being better than Kurt Warner is ridiculous, bro. You, you got goggles on this thick and everybody sees it, and you don't because the goggles are too thick for you to see anything out of. Uh, go ahead, Perps. No, I was just going to say that uh, it'll be exciting to see where Braylon falls because if he falls with Dallas, he could be putting up Gibbs numbers, if not better, this next year, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. But I know you got to go, so... All right, hey, Perps, I'll see you tonight if you're up. If not, no no problem. I'll I'll try and go on Rumble and the Dynasty channel. I don't know if we'll do the main channel again. Depends on if there's breaking news, but we got 80 in here and only 46 thumbs up. Perps is not happy. So you guys better hit that thumb up button. No, we got to do better. At least match it, 80 and 80. hooked it up and we don't even have it. Wipe your feet, wipe your feet. Thank you, Perps, appreciate you. Thanks, bro. Um, That's all she wrote for tonight. I'll be back tonight for a rumble show maybe a dynasty show maybe both i'll see you all later um frank's still <laughs> still talking about you're obsessed with kurt warner bro frank i think i think you you're a closet kurt warner like fan you probably have kurt warner on your wall i i i honestly don't know i don't know how i've never seen anybody so obsessed with hating another player that's one of the nicest individuals in the national football league a guy that like gives to so many people a guy that like donates and buys dinners. Whenever Kurt Warner goes to a restaurant, they pick a family out. They they profile a, a family that looks like they could use it, which is awesome. And they say that family looks like they could use it. Let's buy their dinner. Every meal Kurt Warner goes out to dinner, he buys a family dinner and tries to to bless somebody. And, and this guy Frank's in here. And, and Frank, I do appreciate your super chats, by the way. But Frank's in here. Just tearing Kurt Warner down. What did Kurt Warner do to you? Kurt Warner's the most giving guy in the world. You're in here just trying to tear him down. Frank, no one mentioned Kurt Warner with your Steelers thing. You're in here talking about Kurt Warner. You're you're the one bringing up Kurt Warner. You're trying to tear down Kurt Warner. And you're getting a lot of people defensive because Kurt Warner deserves better than that, Frank. I just might have broke my thing screaming at you. He deserves better than that, Frank. Um, I, I guess Frank's not calling today. I appreciate you all. See you all tomorrow. And uh, or, uh, on this channel, maybe we'll come back. But we'll be on the Dynasty channel a little later for the Graveyard Shift. Do not forget 
to subscribe to the Dynasty channel. Links in the description of this video. Dynasty Fantasy Football on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football. And then Rumble. Rumble.com slash the Fantasy Football Show. Make sure you're following me or subscribe to me on both of those. Uh, uh, appreciate you. Smitty, you're a biased Cardinal fan. Says Frank. Frank, I don't even, I don't even like... The things you say don't even penetrate my armor. Like, this doesn't penetrate my armor, Frank. It doesn't even do anything to me. You're a biased Cardinal fan. I'm not. Ask anybody in here. When have I ever leaned with a bias toward the Cardinals? Frank, you don't watch my show. You clearly don't watch my show. You have no idea who I am or what I stand for. Because last night you proved you don't even listen to anybody. You just blindly called into my show and said, Now you like Fields with... Now you love uh, uh, Arthur Smith. And everybody in the chat's like, what's he talking about? Frank just assumed I loved Arthur Smith now. Didn't know, didn't watch the channel, didn't watch the intro of the video, just started screaming. Then when he got called out and made himself look silly in front of everybody by screaming at me on the phone line, and we said, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, well, I didn't watch. Okay, so then, then instead of going, my bad, let's talk about something else. He started finding excuses. Well, yeah, well, he's better than Kurt Warner. Like, he just, he, what are you talking about, Frank? I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. I'll see you all tonight on the channels, Rumble and the Dynasty channel. See you all later. Appreciate you. Braylon Allen to the mother freaking moon. Braylon, let's go. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. All right, Frank. Fr Frankie, I got a short amount of time. Please keep it clean and uh, turn the show down in the background unless that's not the show. But go ahead. Go ahead, Frankie. All right. All right, I got you. How how do you think Kurt Warner is better? He's got five playoff appearances. Big Ben's got twelve. Frank. Okay, Big Ben's got two Super Bowls, been in three. Kurt Warner's only got one Super Bowl, been in two, and he lost to Big Ben. All right, Big Ben's got double the passing yards, double the touchdowns. He's been better longer. He's got a 5,000-yard season, almost two. He threw for 4,900 yards once, too. Kurt Warner's never even seen 45 yards. It seems to me like you measure a quarterback with team stats. You don't measure it by you just, any other... You're by, measuring by, Patrick hey, Mahomes by saying hey. if he wins another one, he's better than three. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as you as you can understand, okay, you're I'm going not by Super and I'm not Bowl rings. Frankie. Are you Big listening, Ben's got Frankie? More rings. Frankie, can you understand that I'm not measuring Super Bowl rings if I'm telling you that a, a three-peat Super Bowl win by Mahomes, mixed with what he does on the field, mixed with my eyeballs, mixed with everything else, makes him a different player to me than other people. You don't think some you people have count rings. They only count on. rings, Frankie. I don't just count rings. I just proved that by saying if Mahomes wins next year, you we're having a conversation about him being on a whole different level. And we'll talk about that. Is a Dan Let me ask level. you this, Frankie. Big is Dan Marino is, is Dan Marino a better, better quarterback than Big Ben? Was Dan Marino better than Big Dan Ben? Marino? Yeah. He didn't win any Super Bowls, Frankie. You measure only by Super Bowls according to your your stats and everything you just said. Warner starting off no, his career I go by, so late. I go by yards and game, you and started. Warner started his career off super late, Frankie. He didn't have as much time. It's not yeah. his fault. 
Yeah, because he wasn't talented. Oh yeah, he wasn't talented, Frankie. You're you're making yourself look silly. You're, what did he you, do you in are. college? Nothing. Frank, Frank, he was an undrafted. Frank, Frank you're making on. yourself look silly. He, everybody in the no, chat, everybody in the chat I, knows I that Kurt in Warner. The chat kisses your behind. No, Frank. That's it. No, Frank. Yeah, it, dude, you didn't ask the chat who's better, Big Bang or Kurt Warner. I chat. guarantee half your chat room is from Arizona. Why do you think? Why? Why? Why would it. you think that? See, Frank. Frank, because you see you're the base at, Frank. You go, you go at it. You're from Arizona. Frank, that doesn't give me more leverage or real estate in the YouTube Smitty, the YouTube they're, market. They're going to side with you. No, they're not going to side with me, Frank. They're you not going to side with me. They're, 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 so, Frank, are you calling? Are you calling the chat? Are you calling the chat stupid, Frank? That they don't have a mind of their own. They're just going to side with me. No, yeah. you, they do what you say. You oh, told do them they? to post Kurt Warner last night. Okay, well, that's because they, they believed it. That's because they believed it, Frank. And they do believe it. Can no, I get a vote? Who is a better them. quarterback, Big Ben or Kurt better, Warner? Big, Can we get Big a vote, ben Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner or Big Ben? Please raise your hand. And Frankie, you didn't answer my question. Who's better, Smitty, Marino or Big Ben? Head, Marino or Big Ben? Smitty, you equate things to Super Bowls. Was Marino better than Big Ben? Was Marino better than Big Ben? Who won? Was Big Marino ben. better than Big game? Ben? Who's better, Marino or Big Ben? Big Ben. Get out of here, bro. Big Ben over Marino? Yes. <laughs> yes. Finish him. Call terminated. Bro, God, what a what a dumb argument. It's like why is he why is he clinging on to this thing? Why is he clinging on to this thing? Frank, Frankie, I gotta go. I gotta go. That's a ridiculous statement. Marino, Brady's Big Ben. Brady's the goat because he's got so many rings, Smitty. Okay. Oh, okay. That's that's a fact. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. Everybody thinks he's the goat because he's got the most rings. Now, how can you not be say Big Ben's not better when he's got more rings? And he actually played against her. Because Fra him. Frankie, Frankie, you asked what other people they, think. You didn't ask what I think. That you're a Cardinal fan and Kurt Warner fan. It's just a biased remark. It's not a fact. No, I'm and not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I have no bias. Big Ben is better. Like it or not, Smitty. No, you statistically you, everybody's Big Ben is better. You're making yourself look silly in the chat right now. You lost you all credibility when you said Marino was lesser than you're Big Ben. Cool. You're gonna hang up on me because you can't prove oh, statistically that I'm Kurt real, Warner's better. I'm real scared, Frank. Name I'm, I'm real scared of your argument. I'm real scared of your argument, Frank. And, and I'll rest my case. Frank. Not everything is about Super Bowl wins or statistics. Oh, well, then Warner, how come Tom Brady don't have a ballistic statistics? Frankie, what, do you got, do you got earwax? Got you got an earwax buildup? Because I just told you I earwax. don't use Super Bowl Smitty, rings as Smitty, a final a determining factor. Problem? No, I don't. You do. Yeah. Every, hey, yeah, Frankie, do you, do you really think you don't have the bias here? Do you really not see it? Do you really no, not? You're I, wearing Steeler goggles that are no, this thick, bro. They went head to head, and Big Ben beat him. 
You lost all credi- credibility. You lost all credibility when you said Big Ben guy. over Dan Marino. You said Big You actually said Big Ben over Dan Marino. Big ben. Are you embarrassed? Big Ben's got more Super Bowls. I'm than embarrassed Dan for you. You know when someone does something that embarrasses you and you didn't even have anything to do with it? I'm embarrassed for you. Who's right now. better, Dan Marino a, or, or Tom Brady? Smith? I'm embarrassed. Tom Brady. Who's better, Tom Brady or Tom Brady? Dan is Marino? this where you is this where you tell me what I'm thinking that I'm using only Super Bowl rings cuz you aren't listening to a word I'm saying. I don't just use you, Super Bowl rings. I have, this is what Why I do, hey, Frankie, Frankie, Mahomes Frankie, Frankie, this is, this is what I, Frankie, this is what I do for, Frankie, this is what I do for a living, this is what I do for a living, this is what I do for a living, there's so many factors that are involved, it doesn't come down to do Super Bowl rings, you Frankie, you run your mouth for a living, don't tell me like you're a true scout, oh, I'm not, scout. I'm not, Frankie, I've been, Frank, I've been doing this long, I've been doing, I've been doing this since you were in diapers, I've been doing this since you were in diapers, Frankie, I've been doing this since you were in diapers. I'm older than you, bro. You you were in diapers for a long time. You were in diapers a long time. You're still in diapers because all you're doing is crying. All you're doing is crying and crying and crying because no one sees Big Ben like you. You you lost all credibility. Dan Marino, not better than Big Ben. That's absolutely ludicrous. I got to go, Frankie. You're you're acting silly. Go go think it over. Just absolute. He lost all credibility. Dan Marino, not as good as Big Ben. Come on. That's just like, you want to argue Big Ben versus Warner because you're a biased Steeler fan? That's fine. I'll let it go just because I don't feel like arguing with so, well, the brick wall. But you start saying things like Dan Marino's not better. <laughs> and then he doesn't listen. I said, I literally keep telling him, I don't use Super Bowl rings. As a determining factor, when people say that if if Mahomes wins yet another one, that I can't compare him and Brady next year, this time next year, if Mahomes wins a three-peat, I absolutely can, and I will. Mahomes will be on a whole nother level if he wins a three-peat next year. We'll come in here, and we'll have a big conversation. People will say, oh, he's got more rings. Kurt Warner didn't have as much time. What Kurt Warner did was revolutionize the game. What Big Ben did was great, and I already told Frankie, I love Big Ben. He's 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 in his own world. He's on La La Land, absolute La La Land. I'll see you all later tonight. Appreciate you. Hit the thumb up button on the way out the door. I'll see you tonight on the, the Dynasty Channel and the Rumble Channel later. Deuces. Kurt, 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 Kurt. Everybody, drop Kurt Warner in the chat, please. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. Frankie's wildin'. I know, man. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. All right, prepare for take one. All right, action. He's a box score, Bobby. He's a little Frankie. Box score, Frankie. Frankie!
Uh, Perp's dropping a $20 holler on the way out the door. Come on, Frank. You have zero clue where everyone's uh, everyone's from and what teams everyone everyone likes or supports. I know he's assuming everybody's a Cardinal fan. Like, <laughs> the assumptions that Frank made on this show in the last 48 hours is astounding. Like, Frank, can you answer this question internally? I don't, I don't, I'm not saying to call in and ask because I don't have time. He's calling back. I'm admitting he's calling back. I'm not answering because I don't have time to go over the same thing over and over. Frank will answer another time. Call him tonight. But, Frank, do you ever ask yourself in life, do you get accused of assuming things, putting words in people's mouth? Just inward look at yourself. I have a psych degree, Frank. And I'm telling you, I sense that you put words in people's mouth. A lot. And I think that vibe is probably around you a lot. You hear that a lot. You've assumed so many things in the last 48 hours. You assumed I hate the Steelers, and I don't. And everybody in the chat is telling you, Frankie, you're losing your mind. Because Smitty talks up Pickens and Jalen uh, uh, Warren. And he's he's loved Steeler players before. Najee is rookie year. You're not listening. You're just assuming. You're putting words in people's mouth. You're doing all that. Smitty scouted Arian Foster left. Frank, you can think whatever you want. I was on CBS Radio and NBC Sports Radio for 20 straight years on the longest fantasy football radio show in the world on the planet Earth. No one did NBC Terrestrial Radio, NBC CBS Sports Radio longer than the man you're looking at right now. So you can say whatever you want to try and discredit me in your mind and say, you're not a scout, Smitty. You've got no ability. You predicted Arian Foster. Why don't you take a look at where I've been before you start running your mouth and assuming things. You assume everything. You're making up stuff everywhere at every step, Frank. You're making up that I didn't do this, that I wasn't in the business doing it this long. I've been. You have no clue. You don't look at any of that. You just guess. You guess I hate the Steelers. You guess that I'm a cardinal biased analysis uh, analyst, and and you're watching my show, Frank. You're watching my show. If I'm not an analyst and if I'm not a scout to you, if I don't bring intelligence and research and a proven track record of over 22, 23, 25, I don't even know how many years it is, Frankie. Or bo- I think maybe 25 at this point that I've been doing this professionally, Frank professionally if you don't respect that and you don't care about it why are you watching me why frank why are you watching the show why did i do this on radio for 20 19 straight years on the longest running fantasy football radio show in the world why frank because i'm i'm guessing throwing mud at the wall why do you think i was on that show for 20 straight years, Frank, you don't do your research, Frank, and you assume I'm a biased Cardinal fan. I'm not a biased Cardinal fan at all. Ask the chat because you don't watch the show. How would you know? When have I ever been biased toward the Cardinals? Can someone raise their hand and provide an example? You can't. Frankie, you disapproved today, pal. You've just been. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Um, what, what do you say here? Plus, nice try calling in after Smitty said 10 times he needs to go. 
and then you call shaking my head. Per- Perps of the moon. Perps, appreciate you with the 20. Alert. Appreciate you. Deuces, Kurt. 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 Alert. Super chat alert. Perps dropping yet another $20 hauler. Appreciate you, Perps. Perps to the moon. Perps to the moon. Let's see what... Frankie, this is the last question I'm going to... Or last comment I'm even going to entertain of yours because you're just ridiculous. Uh, Smitty needs to cut it out with his buddy. It looks like RoboCop with his helmet off. Cut it out with his buddy. It's looking like RoboCop with his head helmet off. What are you talking about? (laughs) Cut it out with his buddy. I don't even know what you're saying. Frank, walk it off, Frank. Walk it off. I I I don't think you know what you're doing right now. Carps appreciate you. Uh, too much sauce says should. Cam start over George Kittle next season. No. <laughs> Kittle, if anybody sees Kittle, uh, George Kittle totally screwed the 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 team in that. He jokes around too much. George Kittle jokes around way too much. There was that fumble on the ground. And if you see, go to my Instagram, you can see a George Kittle's like, Hi, George! Um, and he's joking around and there's a fumble sitting right on the ground. And he could have picked it up. This joke's around too much. Hey, Frank, Kurt. Cut, instead of cut it off, Kurt it off. <laughs> Kurt it off, Frank! Kittle to the Bears. <laughs> I've never seen someone repeat themselves more ever in my life. All right, I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Deuces. Get